say it took them a couple of weeks to make sure everything was right, you know, redo all the fuels, things like that. Uh, and from there, I just drove it back to Detroit. And what was so crazy is uh, I called one of my cousins. Uh, shout out uh, DJ, man. He <laughs> uh, flew down there um, and we grabbed the rental uh, and drove the truck without a plate all the way back to Michigan. Man. <laughs> all the way back to Michigan, man. Look, I know it was it, that was hot, but I mean, look, I didn't even care. I was happy I got the truck. We back down there. What up, though, Black Friday family? Welcome back to another installment of the Black Friday's podcast. Today, I have the homie Aaron Jackson joining me from Muddy's Food Truck. How you doing today, brother? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Can't complain. Good, good. Good to see you again, man. I know we had bumped into each other just like months ago at uh, at Black Tech Saturdays. Oh, and, yeah, definitely. And, yeah, got a chance to get introduced to you there. So I know a little bit about you, but if you had the opportunity to introduce yourself to all the people watching and listening, how would you describe Aaron and, and Muddy's? Um, basically, myself, you know what I'm saying? I want to describe myself as a uh, serial entrepreneur, um, a person that is pretty much trying to uh, – I want to say make a product of all my skills, if that makes sense. Pretty much sell to a point that, um, you know, I can start getting revenues on the uh, regular day things that we do. Like mm -hmm. whether that's cooking, whether that's uh, marketing, whether that's uh, sales, you know, there's anything like that. That's really what, you know, I'm all about. And uh, on top of that, I'm just a, you know, creative person, you know. Uh, I do different things, uh, whether that's music, uh, the food truck, as you said before, uh, mm -hmm. and the tech. So uh, I'm really interested in that. I mean, that's where I'm heading now. But, you know, what really caught my attention was the food truck. That's where I uh, I want to say started with. So, yeah, that's what uh, took me off. For sure. And tell us, how did you get into the going to the food truck route and then actually before that how did you start cooking like obviously we got cook to eat uh, or cook to live <laughs> or eat to live but how did you oh, yeah, like yeah. get a passion for cooking and wanting to do it on like a larger scale oh yeah definitely so uh where i'm from you know i'm from the east side of detroit you know uh grew up over there by uh charmers and 94 warren area um graduated from king high school things like that so it's like when you're from around there, you got to do everything yourself. You know, you got to uh, cook clean, you know what I'm saying? And I'm coming from a, a I want to say old school background. It was just a single parent household. So, you know, my mom had three boys. So we just had to, you know, say take a, a lot of the responsibility while she, you know, said provided for us. So with that being said, uh, a lot of the things I learned at an early age was what I uh, took to my career now. And with that being said, I also graduated from uh, Go Lightly, the Votech and Culinary Arts. So I got my degree in that. So mm -hmm. that was, uh, was another skill that would I used to make money now. So it was a no-brainer. 
Got you, got you. So you were professionally trained, but then also, like you said, you it started in the household. Like you got a chance to, and was that something that either was passed down to you from like older relatives, like mom, grandma, or was it really you like just experimenting in the kitchen with different things? And then you was like, all right, I want to, I want to keep building on these skills. Oh yeah, no, 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 man. Shout out to mom, man. You know, uh, she for sure uh, taught me all the skills. I know, mm-hmm. you know, taught me my way around the kitchen because, uh, like I said before, uh, she's out. You know, saying. Uh, working, providing for us and stuff like that. I gotta, you know, say majority of the time feed myself and my brothers and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, that was the foundation, and then go lightly with sharpened, you know, what I'm saying the tools and the skills and things like that. And fast forward, um, after I want to say uh, after college, where I'm still going to, uh, well, let's rewind. So. Uh, between then, before I uh, got the food truck, uh, I started my college career at WC3. Mm-hmm. So I uh, got my uh, associates in business management. Right now, I'm going to Eastern to get my bachelor's in that. So with that being said, um, I took those two, started my LLC, took that process, you know what I'm saying, got funded. And that's when I, you know what I'm saying, graduated and, you know, made my skill uh, professional. Mm-hmm. So. That's why I took the step to grab the food truck. For sure. And then I want to get more into that because the journey of starting a food truck, I'm always curious and interested in because I know it's like it's for sure a process. And I want to know more about that. But in the meantime, I want to introduce you to my favorite part of Black Fridays, which is Freestyle Fridays. So it's uh, it's random assortments of questions about you. So you shouldn't get them wrong. And I just asked, I got two rules. You answer each question and you answer honestly. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, bet. So your favorite food to eat, if you had to pick one thing, like one dish, what would you say is your, your favorite thing to eat? Uh, I would say uh, the quesadilla from the food truck, chicken quesadilla, definitely an uh, option to go with. Uh, fills you up, man. And you got the fries on the side, on the side so you can't go wrong with it. For sure, for sure. We had talked. I like to ask people this from the city. We had talked a little bit earlier about Coney. When you go to Coney Island, what's your Coney order? I got to go with the uh, the ten piece chili cheese fries. You know what I'm saying? Chili cheese on the fries, and with the pink lemonade. You know, no ice. You can't go wrong with that. But if I'm over there, uh, uh, I think it's what the Super Eight off of seventy five. I got to go with the spicy wings, man. For sure. Yeah. For sure. That's a solid that's a solid meal. You can't go wrong with that. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely <laughs> love that, man. If you could if you had to pick one or the other, would you rather rewind in time and go back five years or would you rather fast forward in time and go forward five years? Hmm. I mean, that that's a tough question. I mean I say fast forward, you know what I'm saying, because I'm the type of person that I already know what type of work I'm gonna put in. You feel me? I just wanna, uh, you know, uh, get to the fruits of my labor. You know, so I mean, I wouldn't want to say I want to rewind because I mean those experiences what shaped me today. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that a person is defined by their past experiences, whether it's good and bad. It helps you uh, your judgment on the future. So. I rather just, you know, stick to the future or stay present if mm-hmm. I could. Dope, dope. Favorite piece of tech growing up? I mean, 
it was always the video games, man. You know, we had to have that, whether that's the Nintendo 64 or whether that's uh, PlayStation 2, 3, man, the shooting games, Halo. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm a big uh, shooting gamer, so... Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I can't remember my gamer tag, but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm send it to you for sure, for sure. And then, uh, could you tell us a great piece of advice or a good piece of advice that you've gotten recently or that you can remember? Uh, recently, you know. Uh, oh yeah, I could, I could. I was just watching the uh, eighty five South Show, man, uh, and they had Nick Cannon out there, man. He said something great, like. Don't worry about when you create something, especially like something like your platform or something like that. Um, and you can't really worry about um, how others take the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? You created a diving board, whether they splash, whether they, you know, some people going to do flips and go crazy over it. Like you still created that foundation, that general wealth that, you know, that can be taken and change whole families, whole situations. So uh, if I can say anything, that's what we need to start doing as a whole, as a community, as Detroit, just create more platforms so others can shine, you know, mm -hmm. instead of just being, you know, so selfish, so you know, single-minded because at the end of the day, once we get out of the Detroit, you know, or Michigan area, once you start getting bigger and seeing the bigger pictures, like we are uh, are cut from a different cloth. Mm -hmm. So we need more people like us to rise. So, you know, we can, I don't want to say Sesta Sanders, but just, you know, just be out there, just let others know, like, uh, you know, it's possible for, uh, the African Americans to have their own, you know, uh, businesses, own, you know, uh, entrepreneurial ecosystem. Right. Do you, in your opinion, why I want to know your thoughts on this. People say that like Detroit can be cliquish and things like that, or like I, I hate to say crab in the barrel mentality, but you know, sometimes it might get essence of that. I want to know if you had any thoughts on why that may be. And then you just gave a solution on how or why the way it should be. But do you know why it may be like that now? And then, you know, some of the things I know some of the things you're working on is to try to help eliminate some of that, but just like your thoughts on that. I mean, with that, Detroit is pretty much um, any comparisons I could say, like Sparta. You know what I'm saying? It's a hard-nosed city, and it's like it's been like that because of the limited resources that was available to the city. So you had to be on your A game. You had to have everything going right for you to succeed and to stay at a certain level because everybody is gunning at your neck. You have so many people that see your formula or see your foundation. It's like, okay, I see that work. Now, you know, I can say it like another comparison would be like making it to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? You got the first year curve and you go crazy. Now you got the second year where everybody knows what's going on. Mm -hmm. Everybody didn't copy the game and they have defenses set up to stop you now. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's a a closure on the gap of the competition. So it's like, uh, with that being said, everybody is, you know, it's on edge. But at the same time, it's like a sword sharpening a sword. If you could just change that mindset, it's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with competition. But at the end of the day, it's about seeing each other get better. You know what I'm saying? Because it's at the end of the day, it's, it's a lot more money than it is people out here. 
Facts. So everybody can get a piece of the pie. There's no, you know, limited resource. No matter what they say right now, it's a lot. Uh, the money flow of the black community in Detroit is crazy. You know, we just got to learn how to harness that and control that ourselves. Absolutely. No, I agree with that a thousand percent. So appreciate you sharing that. And then congrats to you. You successfully passed Freestyle Fridays. So seems like that was pretty, that was a layup for you. So I oh, yeah. so wanted to go back into uh, the, the business focused questions and learn about this whole food truck game. So in terms of you, so you say you went, you got your education and you got, uh, you had the culinary skills and continued to build upon those. And then you said it was time to go and get a food truck. So I guess like when did the idea for you to do the food truck pop up in your mind? And then what were the steps you took in order to get that up and running um so at the time you know what i'm saying um like i said when you got the education now you have the power you got to realize um once you save up the money everything you get everything right you have to make the nice come the decision how are you going to make this money back that's the end goal that's the bottom line for everything. So with that being said, um, I tried, you know, uh, multiple ventures uh, at the time. I tried the Toro. Um, I also grabbed a, a house off the land bank and I did the food truck. So the Toro is just, you know, me renting out different cars and it's somebody else's inventory. The house is just a long play game where I can either rent it or flip it. And then with me buying the food truck, I can always get money to have a cash flow to fund everything so with that being said i chose the food truck is because i it's an everyday cash flow that i can also use today three years from now whenever you know pass it down have somebody else use it at the same time and use that cash flow to invest more dope dope and then Starting up a food truck, that's not that's not an easy process. So how did you like find the truck, the paperwork that you had to do, like all that good stuff? So with that, um, first thing first, you got to find a truck. And I've been searching for, you know, it took months. It's been times where, uh, you know, uh, my cousin to tell you where we pulled up to a house, he's selling a food truck and the generator don't work. <laughs> he want to show us everything and don't have half of the stalls and things like that. So it's a process for sure. Mm -hmm. You can't just take the first thing or just be sold on it because you see the pictures. You got to do your due diligence and make sure that's the right truck for you and the things that you're trying to do. Um, and with that being said, um, like we were saying before our camera, I, uh, around then, I want to say, what was that, 2019? Um there weren't a lot of food trucks around, you know, especially in Detroit. So you had to go to uh, big food truck populations, populated areas like New York, Cali, Florida, or whatever to find your food trucks. So luckily, you know, Facebook market, you know, technology, I'm searching on there and found something uh, down in Florida. And um, once I found that, flew down there, checked it out. Um, and it was nice. It was right for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was a nice price. Um, they built everything from scratch. Uh, new transmission, new uh, equipment, stoves, fryers, refrigerators, the whole nine. Like, um, yeah, shout out uh, Scott Food Trucks, too. So if you guys need to plug, shout out, you know, go ahead, check them out. But, yeah, they had their own uh, 
their own situation going. Like, and my idea of a good foundation is what they was doing. They had one family selling the food trucks, one family putting everything uh, like the uh, kitchen wise in, inside of the truck, and one family doing the whole like car wise engine and things like that, but they working in unison and selling it, you know, big price and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, buying trucks for the lows and selling this 50, 60, you know, saying, hey, like that's a good foundation. You know what I'm saying? And that's mm-hmm. a family business that that we need, you know, in Detroit that can really take us to the next level because no matter how long you worked at Chrysler or, or Ford, not saying that's a bad thing. If your kid needs some money now, you know what I'm saying, and they legal age and they, you know what I'm saying, and you working there, you can't get your kid a job versus, you know what I'm saying, if you had your own business, whether you making more money or not, you mm-hmm. can do that. You can give them a job. You can start them off early. You can teach them that, you know, foundation to where they can take it ahead of you and, you know, make it to the next level. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you know, just to wrap it back around to the food truck, you know, from there, um, you know, got the truck, things like that. Um, it was, I want to say, it took them a couple of weeks to make sure everything was right, you know, redo all the fuels, things like that. Uh, and from there, I just drove it back to Detroit. And what was so crazy is uh, I called one of my cousins. Uh, shout out uh, DJ, man. He <laughs> uh, flew down there um, and we grabbed the rental uh, and drove the truck Without a plate, all the way back to Michigan, man. <laughs> <laughs> all the way back to Michigan, man. Look, I know it was it, that was hot, but I mean, look, I didn't even care. I was happy I got the truck. We back down there. And, and the business had to get done. Yeah, you know, thank God nothing <laughs> happened. But, yeah, we made it, man. It took a long time. But, yeah, man, that was the best, I'm going to say, two or three days, man, in my life. So, you know, once we came back there, um, birthed it. And that's the journey with the paperwork. So from there, I had to uh, get the application from the health department. And then uh, from there, I had to talk to the fire department, had to get them to clear the vehicle because I had propane tanks on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to talk to the fire department, I mean, the police department, making sure it's a legal vehicle, everything works on there. Um, around there, I had to go all the way out to... Uh, Ypsilanti, because uh, you have to have a commission where you store the food. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't store it at your house and things like that. So uh, the only place that was doing that was, like I said, around the time Ann Arbor and things like that, where they have a lot of, you know, uh, things like that in motion. So shout out to uh, Colleen with the, uh, she runs the uh, Easter Market Kitchen, I think. Mm-hmm. So tapped in with her, you know, um, Signed the paperwork, did my thing with her, and then from there I was able to uh, get my license uh, through the health department. Fire, fire, and so now I'm curious to what is the what is the day to day look like of uh, somebody who owns a food truck for you? What does a normal day look like from when you start up the truck and start the engine to when you sell the last thing that you selling for that day or your time is about to run out like what does that day usually look like for you oh man it's work man work from the day you start when you get up man uh i can say it starts with the day before like say if i know i'm about to get out you know today's thursday i clean the truck wednesday make sure 
clean everything down, make sure everything's straight. And then in the morning, I come back, clean it again, you know, um, drive out there to where uh, Colleen's at, where we, you know, keep all the food at, put all the food on there, get the water. Um, and then by that time, I already have my locations in mind, whether that's events, whether that's uh, high school events, musical events, you know, things like that. I don't want to get all y'all the sauce. <laughs> um, I mean, just, just to be honest, man, after that, you know, you got to make sure you have everything, um, make sure everything is in place. Um, before the end, I already did grocery shop. I already, that's what I said before, it's days and events to just get that, you know what I'm saying, going. So if you have your, your foundation, right, your preparation, you already have everything. It's already set. So it's like clockwork. Okay, I already know everything I, I need. I already know where to get it. I know what times it's going to be busy and, you know, saying where I can get in and out at, you know. So um, once I get all that on the truck, it's just, you know, find the location. And from there, it's just, uh, I mean, I could get all this, man. It's just like. I want to be, somebody told me this, like, you don't want to be stationary with a food truck. That's the good thing and mm. bad thing. Like, the good thing is you can move if an area is not, you know, slapping. It's not a lot of people around there. You can move. You know what I'm saying? The bad thing is you are not a restaurant. So that means people are not about to wait 20, 30 minutes. They need their stuff right now. And mm. we know black folks, man. They need it right now. Right. It ain't done yet. You just put your order in, sir. Like, calm down. But, I mean... With that being said, you know, it's pros and cons. So it's like you have to have your formula where, you know, what works. You know, for me, uh, that's what really comes in with business school and my own research. You know, I didn't just, you know, hop into the food truck game. I actually did, you know, research where I can generate my uh, my menu can generate uh, revenue, you know, cost efficient and things like that. I don't have a bunch of random things on there. It's all around the same three proteins, whether that's uh, chicken, uh, we steak or uh, hamburger, you know what I'm saying? It's all around the same things. Uh, so if you guys check her out, you know, we had that, we got the vegan options too, you know, we got some things coming for y'all. So uh, we keep it the same thing. And then we target areas that is going to be highly you know foot traffic like um clubs games events you know what i'm saying but usually and this was i say it makes us different than any other competition because you can see you know those who started in the game before and those who's just jumping in the game you know what I'm saying most of those people are not you know what i'm saying Let's just be for real, located in Detroit, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And so they are, I don't want to say afraid, but they don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I was telling you before, you know, we I was on the truck today and we was at WC3 downtown. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to see trucks right there. You're not going to see trucks at the, you know, King and Cass game or things like that. Mm -hmm. Even though it's high foot traffic, but. You got to know what's going on in the community. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's a big factor when it comes to having a successful business is being involved in the community. And that's what Detroit has to get back to and start doing is holding these businesses accountable because they're generating millions and millions of dollars from us. But 
look at the community, y'all not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You go to any other neighborhood, those can meet those businesses are involved. Those businesses are at the high schools, they at the colleges, they, you know what I'm saying, providing back and things like that. Or whether you go down south, you got Morris Brown and you got TI, you know what I'm saying, different big players coming back to the school and I can say, you know, shout out to the Lions because they just finally started doing that when they had a couple of the players come to the King Cavs game. You know, Mm -hmm. that's a big step that, you know, a lot of these kids, you know. They need that. They need that. You know what I'm saying? They need that. Okay, he's a regular person just like me. You know what I'm saying? I could do the same thing he do. You know, I don't have to be doing the uh, whether the same route, whether they're selling drugs, you know, playing sports, rapping, things like that. Like, it's more opportunities for us out there, you know, and that's what uh, led me to the tech field also. So. Mm-hmm. And let's, let's get into that. So, like I said, we had met at Black Tech Saturdays, which is an amazing weekend event that happens a couple of times a month where different people, black people from the tech field in all types of spaces. Like if you're a developer, if you're a founder, you can get together, network, be able to learn so like some different tech skills. And then so. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, what brought you to black, what attracted you to Black Tech Saturdays was you were part of the, you're a part of, no, you graduated. You were a part of the Apple Developer Academy. And and so tell us about your experience with that and then your journey into tech. Because like I said, beforehand, you talked about different businesses and uh, entrepreneurial things that you, you had a hand in or that you at least tried. And then so now evolving from or adding in addition to what you do with your culinary skills, you're like, I want to see what's going on in this tech space. So could you tell us about your journey with that? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, with that, um, like I said before, I'm a creative. You know what I'm saying? I can pretty much, I don't know what, what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Probably got like ADHD or something like that. You know? <laughs> so if I go to like a new area or situation, a business or whatever, you know, my mind works where, oh, yeah, we can improve this with that. We can, you know what I'm saying, improve with this with that so i'm just a creative you know what i'm saying and with that being said you know i come down with ideas that can help improve you know what i'm saying the community around me or just you know my situation so that's what led me into the tech field i wanted to create my own app so i you know did my research and things like that it's so much information out there you don't know where to look at and where to pull from so uh with that being said i found uh, it was a link on like the free press or something like that. And I signed up for it. It was for the Apple Developer Academy. Um, you know, got in there and, you know, they pretty much taught me the skills I was looking for. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's from design, planning, uh, the actual coding and what to do, how to manage the app after that. You know what I'm saying? They taught different things and from there they uh i took that platform or foundation and just took it to you know say another level and with my entrepreneur background you know i knew how to uh wrap it into a product you know what i'm saying so from there you know i started my uh my tech company with a uh partner of mine shout out uh jock um and we got a couple of uh it's too much code so we got a couple of products coming out, you know what I'm saying? A couple of ideas we working on with that. You know, I'm gonna keep that under wraps right now. For sure. But, um that's what led me to the to the tech wheel. And from there, you know, it's it's pretty much up. I just for me, I take it as another skill and another bag I can get into. You know what I'm saying? Once you go into 
the whole entrepreneurship, business management world, you just see that everything is capitalism at the end of the day. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Whether that's beneficial to the community or uh, detrimental. So at the end of the day, once you learn the game, you know how to move and know how to, you know what I'm saying, get to the next level. So it's like the tech field is an untapped industry that I encourage everybody to get into. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's for personal use, whether that's for commercial use, whether that's for anything, you know, coldness became so, um, I want to say, I want to say mainstream to the point where uh, the mask can grasp it and do something with it. You know, my, my comparison is uh, the same way everybody can get out here and become a rapper and start recording and learn, you know what I'm saying, Garage Bands, Fruity Loops, you know, Pro Tunes. You can do the same thing with S-Code. You can do the same thing with uh, Firebase. You can do the same thing with, you know, GitHub, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and the SPMs and things like that, Swift UI, UI Kit, you know, like it's a, it's a lot of programs that's out there or languages that you can really, you know, uh, create something from scratch. You know, and change the game, just like with the uh, uh, AR, AR kit and uh, um, what is the AR and the VR um, that's coming out now, and the things like that. That's really you know changing the game when it comes to technology. The average American can have access to that and create that. You know, what I'm saying before it was like. You know, especially with Objective C and things like that. You know, I learned some of that too. It's clunky man mm. um, man thank god for swift let me say thank god for <laughs> apple apple thank god for y'all y'all made swift you are easy so you know the average person can come in and take over the game so yeah and then um so i wanted to ask you do you kind of wear it as a badge of honor being able to go through the apple developer academy because like you said you graduated from king i went to cash even though those are two high schools in the city that they seem to pump resources into because they're magnet schools uh, what they weren't teaching people how to code or develop or anything like that. I don't know what year you graduated, but I came out in 09 and like that wasn't an option. And it's still not really an option for those those students. So I just want to know, like, do you feel like that's like a, a badge of honor being able to do that? Somebody from the city of Detroit, somebody from the east side where they're not they're not teaching us how to code. They're not trying to you know pump that feed that information to us. But like being able to take uh, take for take that full opportunity with um the apple developer academy oh yeah definitely 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 because uh i graduated i want to say the second year uh the program existed so you know i'm like one of the you know forefronts or forefathers of a lot of things that they do in there um and especially you know i graduated king in 2012 so i already know back then you know uh the internet was just getting started so we had limited resources you know what i'm saying so back then it was pretty much uh uh we want you to depend on the things or jobs that we give you you know mm -hmm. what you can get access to now it's like with the internet you can see Oh yeah, y'all paying me 21. I can get 37 in Florida right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's like different avenues that we can take. So back then, I mean, you can't really put the blame on the school system, but now it's time to change. It's not time to, you know what I'm saying, put blame or point the finger. It's mm -hmm. like we know that these fields are generating crazy revenue, you know, like 300 dollars thousand a year, you know what I'm saying, 250 a year. 
you know, for our senior level. And we should be teaching our kids that the next wave, you know, and comparison to uh, um, schools in like the metro area, you know, those are the things that they already have those classes set in place. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's private school or not, you know, they already have those um technologies being accessible to the kids to learn so they have the uh ability to set a curriculum for it we just have to adapt it we have to be in a sense that you know like um uh, like we take any other way hey that's working let me go ahead and grab that so why would we do that when it comes to education mm -hmm. you know instead of waiting on you know the higher ups or you know somebody from a state or the higher up in the state who doesn't even know the community to tell us what to teach. Mm -hmm. Why won't we teach stuff that we know that our kids need to learn and we need to learn, you know, saying financial literacy, how to start a business and things like that, because we got the skills. I mean, you know, with me, I really started when I was like in middle school, you know, shout out Blackwell, you know, right there on uh, McKellen and uh, Shoemaker. You know, I was selling like you know, bags of sugar, you know, what I'm saying candy, you know, <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying at school, you know, what I'm saying. So it's like it started early, but. You know, it was never a program to be like, hey, you know, we see that in you. Let's go ahead and guide you to the right, you know what I'm saying, direction. So if we start doing that, um, I mean, we tried that. We had that uh, back in the day. Actually, you can look this up. It was a, uh, it was a school called Detroit Commerce, you know, and they taught only business. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we need to get back to. If we can get back to the premise of that, where our kids is learning business straight out of high school or knowing something to where, you know, uh, once you get to the college level, you clearing it, you clearing it, you know, already know everything you, you know, able to uh, take advantage of the opportunities you have at the college campuses. You know what I'm saying? Because there's some sauce in that, but I don't want to give y'all that either. <laughs> but you know, they can take advantage of that, you know, take advantage of the opportunity that is so many people in one area that, you mm -hmm. can, you know, what I'm saying do whatever you, you can in that. But, you know, with that being said, you know, back then, this was one of the, the rumors that was said they canceled and they destroyed it or, you know, stopped giving funding to it because they noticed that the kids coming there was doing too good going to michigan state flying colors and you know passing a business law school and things like that with you know because you 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 want to think around what i want to say the 1940s and things like that we had our own you know uh ecosystem right yeah you know our own businesses our own barbershops because we had no choice you know what i'm saying our generate not generation but our businesses were slapping harder than you know saying the others because of the fact that we you know actually enjoyed it you know what i'm saying it was actually for us ours was like world renowned you know people was coming down you know what i'm saying like um the names i can't really think around right now you know aretha franklin things like that you know mm -hmm. people was coming around to see those acts you know from around the world so you can't say that we didn't have high class you know what i'm saying uh stores but it's like when you have the city, you know what I'm saying, destroying Black Bottom and things like that. You know what I'm saying? You already know what, what time it was. So we just need to get back. I don't want to point no fingers. We just need to get back to, you know what I'm saying, getting to the money and, and creating, you know, general generational wealth. Mm -hmm. But it comes down to the ed education and actually instilling that, like, business mindset because we already have the 
you know what I'm saying, seller's mindset, we already have, because you need that. You need sales. You need to know how to present your product. But that's just one part of the equation. Mm -hmm. Realize the whole part of the equation. We realize, like, damn, this gas station began $2 million for my goddamn duchess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The chips, whether that's from the bridge card or whatever, mm -hmm. every year, but, you know what I'm saying, but we all see this, but, you know, take advantages of the, you know what I'm saying, the drug addicted outside having to clean up for $2, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Now, if that was your own, you know what I'm saying, gas station, would you do that to your community? You wouldn't, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So why are we allowing those, you know what I'm saying, not just saying those, it's the, you know, the point of finger or just the spotlight on that. It's just one example, or, you know what I'm saying, what I'm saying. So it's like we just got to take accountability of the fact that we need to come on and start our, you know what I'm saying, our own build our own table so we can eat love it love it and as far as the technology that you're now ramping up in that space and then obviously you got the food truck going did you ever want to combine the two or was the technology more so meant to be this is going to be my technological venture over here or the things i'm going to do over there keep the food truck separate or were you looking to like intertwine the two? Oh yeah definitely definitely man that's what that's the app in the works man we got the uh the food truck app you know what i'm saying and Coming along down the pipeline, man, it's just behind a couple of more uh, ideas in front of it. But definitely, man, when it comes to like uh, the food truck, man, um, it's a it's a new industry with new industries. You have new um, possibilities, new ways to capture the market. So, uh, yes, it is uh, things in the works to capture both industries and to uh, for me to do a crossover. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to the bag, man, I, you know what I'm saying? I'll do a crossover quick, like, you know what I'm saying? Family Guy and the Simpsons, you know? So <laughs> it's like, yeah, hell yeah, you know? But, you know, I just want to make sure it's right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just throw out any product, anything. Mm -hmm. and just, you know, think it's going to work. So it got to, you know, make sense. And I want to be able to uh, replicate that uh, process so I can also generate revenue, not just in this state and uh, every other state after that. Mm -hmm. Bet, bet. So, what if you had to look in there, your crystal ball? What do you kind of see on the horizon for for you, Aaron, for Muddy's, for TMC, like and, and working in tech? What do you kind of see in your crystal ball? Could we like to put it in the universe and then see it come back? Oh yeah, definitely. So, uh, what I see is, man, our uh, first of all, you know, uh, whether that's Muddy's, the food truck, or you know. Uh, the tech company, I see it flourishing and going crazy. I see, you know what I'm saying, a couple of the tech products out. Um, I see, you know, uh, Muddy's expanding to uh, each college in Michigan and around the, you know what I'm saying, uh, country. Um, I see, you know what I'm saying, Detroit uh, really, you know what I'm saying, expanded to a point where you know, I ain't even gonna lie to you. I think we need an HBCU, you know what I'm saying, in Detroit, man. That's another another time for another day, you know what I'm saying? Because I could keep talking, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I got a bunch of shit to talk about and a bunch of shit that we could be doing. Cause, mm -hmm. uh, but, um, yeah, man, I mean, that's pretty much it. It's pretty much, you know, my uh, business is flourishing. Um, me really, you know, uh, taking over the tech game with the products that I have and works right now. Uh, it's almost ready. It's almost there, man. We just got to put everything together, make sure it works, man. Make sure it's ready to, uh, you know, uh, get our first uh, live uh, testers. So, um, 
if you want to be involved in that, you know what I'm saying? I for sure, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shoot you the info for that. But uh yeah, man, it's just pretty much, you know, just taking over the game. It's step by step, you know. It's it's like, you know, we in year, like I said before, uh we was talking to our camera, like what, year three, four? Uh I'm not sure. Uh see, fun fact, man, we started on June nineteenth. Dope. That's dope. June nineteenth, man. That that shit was crazy, man. It was like, you know, I had all the stuff, but it was like, you know, um, I don't know. It's like when you first get, you know how you just first start something, you nervous, you anxious and stuff like that. So I wasn't really jumping out there to my cousin. Uh, shout out older Dion, you know what I'm saying? Um, he pretty much said, yeah, man, you might as well just go ahead and jump out there. And then uh, I'm going to say the next day was, you know, June 19th, went out there to Belle Isle. It was crazy, too. They had they told us uh, we had to leave uh, straight. <laughs> somebody told on us. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, the lady that was in that ice cream truck, you know what I'm saying? You know what time it was. But, uh, <laughs> you know, God got a plan, man. Right, so, right. You know, right after that, man, they told us to leave and stuff like that. We went uh, at the time. So, uh, in the moment, somebody was ordering some food from us. So, yeah. Um, we we told him like yeah uh go ahead to the gas station across the street you know anybody who's from detroit know the gas station next to tim horton so mm-hmm. we go over there boop and uh from there on we just started you know what i'm saying that was our first spot we just started uh coming back to that gas station you know what I'm saying uh serving the community you know the community really embraced us you know it was a lot of foot traffic going to uh bella things like that and then uh from there, man, we just started hitting the club scene, man. And I can really say, man, I really, really started the food truck rave, man. I don't want to be like a soldier boy, but yeah, man, <laughs> I can say that, man. And if y'all y'all want to fact check, man, all y'all who got y'all ideas, man, it came from the what was it called? I think it was a Miami Press. That was my first that was my first year I was out. But the lady from the health department told me how to paint it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With me just getting the truck, I'm like, shit, I got the paperwork. I don't care about what is on there. Y'all go taste this food. But she said, no, you can't do that. You got to cover up their, you know, logo. So the, the first couple of months, it was Miami, you know what I'm saying, press. So y'all know that truck. Y'all know what was going on for there. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, buzz, but y'all know what time it is. So that's why we still here, you know what I'm saying, going mm-hmm. crazy today. But, yeah, you know, we going to continue to go crazy and continue to, you know, lead the way. Whether that's uh, out there in Kalamazoo, you know, out there in Grand Rapids, uh, we just did a, a a couple of events out there. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Western Michigan uh, Greek Council out there. You know what I'm saying? They threw a, a yard show. We came mm-hmm. out there, you know, and did our thing, you know what I'm saying? Banged out. So, I mean, that's just what it's about. You know what I'm saying? Showing in the community that is is you know, different opportunities, you know, saying for us out there. So mm-hmm. with that being said, oh yeah, we're gonna be leading the uh the way with some more with some more product, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. So for everybody who's looking to see what's coming next, what you got going on now, possibly wanna do some events with you as far as the food truck goes or work with you in tech, how can they find you? What's your your social website, all that good stuff? How can they tap in with you? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Whether you wanna, you know what I'm saying, get something done, uh get some app done. I also do videos, I also, you know what I'm saying uh, do missile, uh, engineering, you know, I could be your engineer if you're trying to make an album, EP, whatever, you know, I could do the, uh, catering events. So if you want any of that, you know what I'm saying? Just go to my, uh, my business page, uh, smokehouse with two K's, S M O K K house regular. Uh, if you want the food truck, you could just go to, uh, soul food muddies. That's soul food, M U D D I E S. 
And you know what I'm saying? From there, you can get my contact information, you know what I'm saying, Gmail, all that, you know what I'm saying, hit me up on there, and we could uh, put something in motion. I mean, you know, I'm always down to collab, always down to work, always down to, you know what I'm saying, put in some work. Bet, bet. Well, appreciate you stopping by the podcast today, man, and sharing your journey and your story with us. And one thing I appreciate about the stuff that you're doing is the different ideas that you had, really just seeing those through and wanted to be able to take that curiosity you got about business, about food, about tech, any of those things and like actually like seeing it through. Because I, I think it makes a difference just in terms of, like you said, the importance of being in the community, having people see you in the community, especially the young folks, and then them knowing like, okay, I can aspire to be able to do that. Or this is another avenue to be able to get to what it is that i want to versus like a lot of other things that we might see out there so appreciate you doing what you do oh yeah definitely definitely thank you thank you really appreciate it man no doubt no doubt so everybody watching appreciate y'all tapping in see y'all soon peace